ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, rocking time is here. That's right. We're talking about Billy Squire's Rock Me Tonight music video for some fucking reason on Kill by Kill. Well, greetings and salutations, Internet Serial Pal Patrick Hamilton, and I'm coming to you once again from some sort of industrial space where they make athletic wear. According to this music video, this is Kill by Kill uh, video. Uh, video killed the radio star. I can't we're remember killing, how we're I killing introduced the, we're killing it last the, time. Uh, the radio star. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Um, we're not ready to talk about movies quite yet. We're still getting up to speed, but we did want to leave you hanging. So we're going to, we're going to talk about one of the goofiest music videos ever made and talk about it in excruciating detail. And of course, there is only one person I trust that if the moonlight in the city brings magic to your eyes she will freeze the moment and leave me paralyzed the one the only gina radcliffe how are you doing today gina whatever the fuck that means uh, I, I don't think it's nonsense is what <laughs> this entire thing is fucking nonsense and like our last video this is a magical clusterfuck where you can have a, a series of decisions that in and of themselves sound like they might make sense. And when you put them all together, you're like, oh my God, no, this is terrible. Please don't do this. And it resulted in the loss of Billy Squire's career. Yeah, I, I, it says a lot. We when we came up with this idea and, and you suggested this virtually <laughs> minutes before I was going to suggest the same video. <laughs> I mean, it is a prime fucking example. Yeah, it's it's something. Um, <laughs> it is the result of a person being told to be sexy. Yeah. And well, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Just be sexy. First of all, if you've never watched or haven't watched Billy Squire's Rock Bean Tonight music video in a while, please pause the podcast and watch it because you're going to be left going, what the hell are they talking about? If you don't have any frame of reference, usually when we're talking about a movie, you can kind of, you know, pick it up as we go along, but this is so specific that you really do need to kind of get a, a gauge for it yourself. Secondly, let's talk a little bit before we get into the music video of Billy Squire's career up until this point. Yeah. He is probably best known for the song, the stroke. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was a very big hit, although this song was a bigger hit. Was than it? The okay. On radio, this did very well. Well, that's a, that's the running theme here <laughs> so far in all of our video, the videos we've talked about is on radio. It yeah. did really well. It, it and truly then, we is, saw what we, then we saw what these people actually looked like. Yeah, I mean, Video Killed the Radio Star is, they didn't come out with that idea out, out of nowhere. Like, the very idea that people were going to have a recorded image in direct correlation to their songs required something out of all sorts of music talent that had never been required of them before. And uh, some people did not measure up. Uh, Squire's one of those guys who, he was the on-ramp for Def Leppard. Right? Yeah, I would I would say so. Yeah, kind of. If 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 like like Van Halen was a little too hard for you, <laughs> you, you you went you, you went with Billy Squire. Like my mom I, liked Billy Squire. Right. 
he's he's the kind of Van Halen you can take home. Yes. Like there's still the arena rock Led Zeppelin. He, he sang he sang a Christmas song. And, yeah. and and it's a great I love it. It's like a guilty yeah. pleasure of mine. It's, it's it's like an underrated classic for me. Yeah, it's better than, you know, uh Paul's yes. you know whatever that thing is. And I went till the 23rd this year without her hearing it. <laughs> like I had a really good streak. And then on the 23rd, I went into a fucking CVS to grab something and the I had to hold back the fuck because no one knows what I would be reacting to. Um, But oh my God. Anyways, he sort of has this sort of arena rock thing. He's of a league of a Van Halen of a journey kind of in that vein where he's very guitar forward. And weirdly enough, the way his legend actually continues has to do with the song Big Beat, which would go on to be the basis for dozens of hip-hop tracks. Like, his yelps and squeals become a thing that DJs drop into songs all the time. Like, you may think you've never heard Billy Squire before this. You have heard Billy Squire and not known that he's there. But yeah, uh, Big Beat, uh, The Stroke would be his bigger songs before this. And he's sort of got that Def Leppard pop tinged, you know, it's not quite heavy metal, although the heavy metal kids can listen to it. And this is the moment where the veil is dropped because he's still making the vast majority of his money on pop radio. He's a crossover artist. And so He's one of these guys that believes he walks on fucking water. He drives every producer he's ever worked with out the door. He's supposed to work with Mutt Lang, the guy who made Def Leppard, Def Leppard. And he's like, I just worked with the cars. I'm done. I need to go away from music for a while. <laughs> you find yourself some other rube. And he's like, uh, I don't know. Who's another guy who, you know, helps rock people cross over? Oh, I know. Jim Steinman, the man who made meatloaf. <laughs> Jim Steinman, who really understands subtlety and understatement in music. Yes. I mean, the man crafted Bat out of hell. And what I would consider something that if we're going to do this again, we, we have to talk about. And that is total eclipse of the heart. Oh, God, yes, of course. I, that is one of the wildest pieces of footage ever edited together in a you know in, in sequence with a song it just it is fucking insane uh but steinman was not involved in the music video here no that lies at the feet of the one and only auteur kenny ortega of newsies and high school musical fame and 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 dirty dancing yes that's right but that dirty dancing was in the future and <laughs> His 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 rear view is rock me tonight. His um, rear view I, is destroy, destroy Billy Squire's career <laughs> single handedly yes. with the direction be sexy. Yes, just get up there. And here's one thing that I I want to say before we get started. There's a lot of movement <laughs> in this music. There video. is a lot of skipping in this yes. video. Do you? 
I, I don't think there's any music video that involves as much skipping as no. Rock Me Tonight. I think these are things that Squire probably brought to the stage and would have been perfectly fine in an era in which no one was recording what you did. You know, when you look at 70s and early 80s era Rolling Stones, it's kind of like, the yeah, fuck that, you doing? That is a, that, yeah, that's a good point. He is, I think that is what he's trying for. It's so like big Mick Jagger type of thing. Yes. And, you know, for whatever reason, it just feels natural to Jagger. And unfortunately, this feels natural to Billy Squire. Oh, but- he is. He is writhing on the floor. <laughs> He's like doing this like little like rockets kick at the end. Oh, oh, we'll get to it. Let's not get ahead of ourselves because we're, we're, we're building up to something very interesting. Uh, but we open... <laughs> we open on um silk sheets more silk sheets than any one person should ever have on their bed at any given time he had so many silk sheets he actually falls out of the bed <laughs> <laughs> and they, do, they, they do not reshoot that <laughs> no, i don't believe a second take was ever required for this it, everything in this music video feels like there's a guy off in the corner looking at a watch <laughs> Going, this is costing us money. We gotta, money have, this we don't we gotta have. have this camera back by five. <laughs> Listen, this whole set has to be struck, and we gotta bring in different strokes again in here <laughs> in 5 p.m. As a result, like there, there's an improv element to it with people who don't know how to improv. No. And they're like, just go with it. Just go with it. And they have like three cameras running at the same time, like one that's on a boom arm, one that's you know focused on Squire, one that's probably a handheld to get close up, closer up shots. And they're just like, we're going to do, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do, we're going to run through it. And then we'll make it out of that. And so Squire slides out of bed like he's in action park. Like you're scared <laughs> for him. He's moving that fast. He goes through three shirt, three separate shirt changes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say 2.5 because the, <laughs> I mean, he starts topless. And again, this is not a show in which we body shame people. And it's not to say that Billy Squire isn't in, in decent shape at the time. I don't think he's helped with drawstring pants. Though. No. And, and then they, they like very meaningfully show close with him pulling that drawstring. Yes. <laughs> you know, standards at the time for being topless on screen for a dude, obviously nowhere near are the insane pushing the limits of the human body that we're currently at, where someone's acting ability is only secondary to their physical appearance. But it, like he's just not done any favors here, but good news. He dons his favorite flash dance inspired top. <laughs> but my favorite part is after he puts on the shirt, we're given this whole thing where he exhales, like he's about to walk the gallows. Like, <sighs> which is not really how I want my sexy rock anthems to start. Like, Okay, let's do this. <laughs> I guess this is where we start. Yeah, Christ. 
You ready to rock me tonight? <laughs> it's not, it doesn't convey really the level of hotness that you want in this sexy rock anthem. It's just, it undercuts the feeling that he's going for, let's say that. But no one stops him. No one stops Kenny Ortega because they can't stop. They have to get it in the can. Uh, they've promised the guy who they've paid in cocaine to run this on MTV for an entire 24 hours. And <laughs> they got to get it to him by noon tomorrow. It presumably, presumably the same producer that recorded Mark Wahlberg's song in Boogie Nights. <laughs> Stop telling people they can be pop stars. Um of course, uh, that sequence uh, where I've gotten the the lifted line that that's a that's a YP, not an MP, <laughs> abused on this show a lot. Um, but we're now this is where the rubber meets the road, okay? Or the white kids meet the stage floor. Dancing isn't for everyone. No. And again, I don't know. I think this is a lot of stage work that Billy's bringing to the music oh, video oh, he's, realm. He, Yeah, he's using every inch of that room. Yes. Every um, inch. If he could climb up the walls, he would be. So when it comes to upper body, Billy's signature move seems to be an exaggerated full arm finger snap. Like he's aggressively wielding a yo-yo <laughs> like he's in competition. <laughs> And it's just whoa, wow, wow. like he's just like slapping the, a steak down on a table. Like, Look at that. <laughs> he's in this industrial space that I think is like a like they're they're smelting fashion. I, there's a lot of girders and a lot, a lot, a lot of neon pink lighting. Yes. He's got a demon elevator from the look of it. <laughs> uh, and if you go in, you're going down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, this is when this is when Billy Squire drops it, drops it like it's hot, right to the floor. Yeah, he does, he literally does like this sort of like cat person crawl, and I'm like, <laughs> Billy, what the fuck? Yeah, no, it's like when, when my dog has something on its belly that he doesn't like. And he you, just you lets know his that legs that was go. a seduction move for him. <laughs> he crawls across the floor just on his elbows, belly down. And an elongated dry hump. I'm not really sure. He, he, he rolls over and kind of does this little writhing thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it culminates in a, a pelvic freeze frame, which we don't <laughs> see much anymore. Just a pelvic thrust freeze frame. This is when we get a great look at the fact that his mattress is on the floor, predating Glenn Danzig. <laughs> at this point is when he finds the shirt he'll eventually layer onto a different shirt. And he just starts whipping it around almost like he's um, sexy dish drying. It's a sort of, he's doing a sort of almost like a male stripper routine. And and, it, yeah. and, it's, and it's weird. I mean, I think it would have benefited him to see actual male strippers. Like one night in paradise is infinitely better. I mean, it's a super weird movie but infinitely better when it comes to male dance than this. It is, it is wild. The, the skip, um, 
how can I best describe it? It's a modified Ed Grimley. <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. His knees seem to be locked in the center position. And when he jumps around, the shin and foot part seem to go off at a 45 degree angle. So when you combine that with the yo-yo arms. Yeah, and it, lo- it looks exhausting. It, 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 it really does. It doesn't look sexy at all. It looks exhausting. <laughs> looks terrifying, to be honest with you. I mean, he, he looks like a, a puppet who the person piloting him is having the DT shakes. It's <laughs> it's so disjointed and so specifically odd, but obviously like he's used to doing it. At one point he kind of dry humps a, a, an iron girder and then descends a pole <laughs> in, in, in a shot that screams, you want to take two of that? And so, like, no, we don't have time. What's happening? It's due back here tomorrow. <laughs> so he's that's what we get. It's no JLo. Let's put it that way. And then at some point, we get him just ripping that shirt off. Oh, he goes from a. Uh, it's like a a uh, a windmill air guitar right into the shirt rip. Um, and then and, and then immediately puts on another shirt. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, listen, he got he got really excited. This happens to guys, Gina. I don't want to. Do you regularly just rip off your shirt? Sometimes you get really excited, and the shirt that you weren't going to rip, you know, suddenly you find yourself ripping, and like, oh, whoa. And the other person's like, really? You ripped your shirt this early? And like, well, I didn't mean for it to happen. I just got really excited. And like, oh, hold on. I got two other shirts. I'm going to layer this time. Are you gonna, are this you time I'm going to put on a t-shirt. And then I'm going to put on a pink spaghetti strap number. And, that's then, you're really gonna, gonna, and then you're going to rock me tonight. Yeah. Then I'm going to, yes. You know, give me, give me like 10, 15 minutes. And then. <laughs> And rocking will happen tonight. This is my solemn pledge to you. Everything I can do to make rocking happen tonight is going to happen tonight. Just let me just let me sit down. I've been skipping around the room for five minutes. (laughs) Listen, hold on. I'm going to put on this shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Patrick. Come on. on. Let's come on. You want to rock tonight? Here we go. Here we go. Rock me tonight. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, he, there's a, there's a sequence where he's kind of like to the either side of this bed that looks like maybe he's a marching band leader who's having a seizure during the oh, Rose oh, Parade. Yeah, he's goose stepping. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, like, like, this is in this is in service of this is something very sexy. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, this yeah. will just, you know, have ladies just just, you know, just dropping their pants all over the place. <laughs> dropping pants, ripping shirts, yeah, everything. Just just, you know, ready for it. Lining up at this this factory that smelts leg warmers or some <laughs> shit. Because what do women love? Men who can skip. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, squat. it's not a problem. Like, Billy Squire's not 
um, I, I wouldn't put him in the kiss sans makeup lane. No, I mean, I, he's fine. You know, he's fine. He, he looks exactly like he is like a you know second tier hair metal, hair metal musician. But he's not sexy, though. No, he's not. And you know what really caps this off is that after he marches about this bedroom and you're about three and a half minutes into this and you're thinking, is this all this music video is? And then he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I got a guitar. I'm going to strap this on. And I'm thinking, oh, we're going to get a guitar solo. He's going to dance around with a guitar. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, go- I'm going to the demon elevator. With my, right. I'm going to meet up with my sexy band. I'm going to meet up with my sexy band. And then you discover that Billy's sexy band, the only way I can really compare it to is, you know, that scene in Alien Resurrection where Ripley (laughs) sees all the discarded, unsuccessful clones of herself. (laughs) That's what the rest of his band looks like. Like distaff, your rejected versions of Billy Squire. Yeah, one's got like, yeah, he's wearing like a, captain's jacket with no shirt underneath it yeah there's a lot of no buttoning happening and other guys got like a margaritaville hat on (laughs) oh yeah no the drummer (laughs) we could we could do an extra 20 minutes on just that drummer alone because there's a lot going on he's overabundant with personality and really we don't have time for it he just sucks up all the energy in the room and he is wearing a hat that says Dotson. We got Dotson <laughs> over here. See, no one cares. And he's like, I care. It's time for me to hit this kick drum. Yeah. He's the one who does this odd little like Rockettes kick line with, with Billy's choir. It devolves. It, it like they were, it's, you feel like this is the 15th time they've gone through the song. <laughs> and towards the end, they kind of like, forget that they're playing their instruments and wander away from the synthesizer and the drummer gets up from the drums, but kind of still hits the hi-hat and there's a little kick thing that happens on top of the drum riser. And you're kind of like, Oh, what is happening? What is, what is, what are we culminating to? And they all just kind of line up in a row and you look at it and you're like, did someone wash their clothes too much? It all seems very washed out up against a white background. <laughs> it's a very poor choice for all of them. Yes. They're all too white. They all have too much hair. There's not enough buttoning. <laughs> this is way too much chest hair. Oh, it's way, it's way too much of everything. And it's not good chest hair. It's like that sparse chest hair. Where yeah. it's like, why, you're, why are you bothering? It's wispy and thin. Like I, either <laughs> it's it's a real middle ground and no one wants to go on that middle ground. <laughs> That's you know, You're being so uh, mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listen, I didn't again, it's a cavalcade of crazy fucking decisions. Like if I had seen that guitarist from, you know, the floor of an arena watching him, I wouldn't care. Like it would, it would probably be fine. I'm sure that guy was swimming in girls or guys, whatever his preference was. It, you know, he did just fine. Us making fun of him all these years later is probably no skin off his teeth. That being said, when it's captured on film and frozen in time, it looks weird. Yeah. And, and, and as I, you know, mentioned in, in our last episode, it's good to 
you know, for people who you know, have this very romanticized idea of what the eighties were like to, to see that, no, it was really fucking cheesy <laughs> and, and terrible and not good. Yeah. We're waking people the fuck up because yeah. if you think it's all just as cool, stranger things and shit, I, yeah. the pop I culture, want to remind you it was not. The pop culture in general is not good. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we like to kid ourselves into thinking that everybody was listening to, to, you know, the cure and, 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 uh, you know, the newest in hip hop now. No, mm, no, no, really. I mean, uh, listen, there's we could go down the list of things that that my contemporaries were listening to i was the kid who was listening to hip-hop only and partially because everyone else was listening to the worst music yeah i mean i i I would like to remind everyone to listen to the song kokomo which is the (laughs) worst thing that's ever been inflicted upon human ears it is terrible and it was a gigantic hit just could not have been bigger, could not have been more ubiquitous in but our monoculture. When we were, when we initially went into lockdown, I, yeah. when I, and I began working from home, I listened to uh, old episodes of Casey Kasem's uh, Top 40 Countdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it never ceased to amaze me how many terrible songs made it into the top 10. Like, yeah. oh God, I remember this song. I forgot it was this popular. <laughs> I mean, I think that is true to a certain degree of every generation. Well, sure. That is an inherent problem with pop is that it is ephemeral and it can be so of a moment that it does not live past its moment. But but now, like, but now Generation X is starting to, we're starting to become like boomers in that whole, you know, oh, remember when we were kids that we were allowed to, our parents didn't give a shit about whether we came home at night or not. And, you know, nobody wore seatbelts and then we'd all had tetanus. And, you know, and yeah. We're, we're and then we to, ended up on milk cartons. For yeah. Fucking we sake. started, we're, we're starting to get into that place. And, yeah. and I, I want to remind people that no, it was not that good. No, it was just as awkward as it is now. In fact, you're probably better off. Yeah. You know, the drugs are better now. Yeah. You know, the, the sexual exploration is better now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, you kids with your fun sexual exploration. Yeah, you, you kids with you. being able to sleep with who you want to sleep with. Yeah, love it. Love that journey for you. Um, so you, uh, I think we can say, like, not only would I recommend people watch this, but I would also recommend them dipping into Billy's other musical offerings because you'll be astounded of how much of it you've actually heard in bits and pieces places. Billy Squire's career may have crested and dropped here. Although he did have that Christmas hit after this. There's a, there's a whole, um, there's a book uh, about the history of MTV Mm -hmm. and there's, there's an entire chapter devoted to this, to this video because it is memorably terrible. (laughs) It is unbelievably fucking weird. It is uh, a real cat, but you know, he's survived in various forms. And, and, and and I think ultimately he outlived this video up until the point we talked about it. And then it's all anyone's going to talk about for the next two weeks. I can't imagine any other news story (laughs) taking it off of the, (laughs) off the, you know, the fingertips. Yeah. 
so that just about does it. Gina, uh, where can people find you on these here internet? I write about movies and TV at the spool.net. And I am on Twitter uh, far too much for my own mental well-being under porcelain seven two. Do it today. People will check it out. Of course, we're on your socials at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, occasionally. Um, and of course we have, uh, 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 where I have a Patreon where you can find more content. Um, our artwork is by Josh Hollis and our music by revenge body, memphis.pancamp.com is where you can find revenge body. Uh, do it today. Lots of fun remixes there and great music beyond our theme as well. That does it. Listen, I don't know what's going to happen next week. Y'all. If you, uh, if you really have don't. a video that you want us to break down, let us know. Yeah. Totally. I mean, this is, this is fun. <laughs> we're into this uh, as as a side project is something maybe we continue uh, exclusively on Patreon uh, or we break it out on occasion. I couldn't tell you which, but we're, we're, we're working our way towards it, people. We just we just need a little bit of time and a little bit of space. I promise you the body count will continue. So for myself and for Gina, bye bye, everybody. Bye.